Hi, this is Graham, and what you're about to hear is a mini-episode of North 100 that was produced to air as part of the Double Masters pre-pre-release. We realized that any listeners who prefer listening to the audio-only version wouldn't have had an opportunity to hear it, so we've added it to the podcast feed for your listening enjoyment. But that's why it opens with an explanation of what Canadian Highlander is and why they throw back to the PPR at the end of the episode. North 100 continues to be brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun. So here are Serge and Jer going over the top five Highlander reprints from Double Masters. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special mini North 100 here at the Double Masters pre-pre-release. I'm Serge. Joining me today is Jer, and we are going to talk about the top five Double Masters cards for Canadian Highlander. Now, if you're not familiar with what Canadian Highlander is, Jer, tell the people about the format. Well, Canadian Highlander is a 100-card casual competitive format, often described as cube-constructed. In it, we use essentially the the vintage ban list minus the new companions added to that. But we use a points list, which is managed by the community, and some of the most powerful cards are assigned. A point value can only have 10 points per deck. The format is a really great format if you enjoy brewing. It's a, it's a singleton format, which is one of the most important aspects of the format. So you can play with lots of cards, cards you don't necessarily get to play with in other sort of competitive environments. It's somewhat similar, closest analogous format is probably 1v1 dual commander. And there are great communities, both online and in paper, if you're looking to check it out. All right, fantastic. Now, a lot of times we'd slow roll the cards and go in a 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let's just do it alphabetical because all these cards are great and we're really excited to see more of them in circulation or format. Let's start with Force of Will. Five mana instant for three blue blue, says counter target spell, but you may pay one life and exile a blue card from your hand rather than pay the spell's mana cost. Jer, why are we excited to get more of this into our format? This is probably one of the most important blue cards in the format, and blue is the best color in the format. Like a bias there? Or... <laughs> I mean, yes, but even, like, are you going to disagree that blue is the best color in the format? No, I, I mean, you're right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now that we're we're past that, just having the ability to, to stop the powerful early plays that exist or sort of give you the ability to, quote-unquote, go shields down so you can induce your opponent into trying to do something when, in fact, the shields are not down. And it's a 100-card singleton format, so it's not like in Legacy where you're going to play around force you're only going to do that unless you really have the have the luxury of doing so in Canadian Highlander, just because they only have one force of will and one force of negation. It's so weird, though, because when you play against a control deck, they always have it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, you always... <laughs> yeah, even when they have zero cards in hand, you're like... They still have the force of will. They go down to one card, and you're like, oh, I'm going to get forced. <laughs> Let's talk about number two, another blue card here, another classic blue card, Jace the Mind Sculptor. Big Daddy Jace is back. That's weird. Let's never call it that again. Four mana, two blue blue. 
enters with three loyalty, plus two, look at the top card of target player's library. You may put that card on the bottom of their library. Zero, or sorry, that's Fate Seal. Zero is Brainstorm. Draw three cards, put two cards from your hand on top of your library in any order. Minus one is Unsummon, return target creature to its owner's hand. And minus 12 is, I, I guess, just win you the win game. You win the game. Yeah. Yep. Exile all cards from target player's library. Then that player shuffles their hand into their library why are we excited that Jace is back again? I mean, it's still one of the best finishers available in the, in the format. I mean, with the advent of things like Teferi and Oko, it's no longer undisputably the best Planeswalker and I guess Ren and Six in that, in that category as well. It's not undisputedly the best Planeswalker anymore, but it's still an incredibly efficient, powerful finisher slash engine slash win con like what does this card do uh everything it <laughs> it all all right let's move on to number three mana crypt this is a zero mana artifact at the beginning of your upkeep flip a coin if you lose the flip take three damage but tap to add two colorless mana to your mana pool let's talk about mana crypt the only pointed card we're going to talk about here, it's just insanely good with the speed of the format. The decks that are looking to take advantage of this are largely the the proactive decks because it is a 20 life format. So it's not as though any deck can just sort of free roll this. It is also points. So you have to keep that in mind as well. But any deck with like a mana crypt start that is built to take advantage of mana crypt is going to, they're, they're going to have a good chance of, of winning that game. Just put your foot down on the gas pedal and never let up. Choo choo. It's like in a race where where you just get to start get a rolling start, basically. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen those races, but they're not typically very close. All right, next up, Noble Hierarch. Very traditional, powerful green card here. A single mana gets you a 0-1 human druid with Exalted. So whenever a creature you control attacks alone, that creature gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. And you can tap it to add green, white, or blue where where's noble fit in our format many green decks are playable in the format and largely because of the advent or the utilization of one mana mana dorks as they're they're known by a noble hierarch along with birds of paradise are are the best ones depending on which colors you're playing if you and if you're in the bant colors noble hierarch typically is the the most preferable mana dork in the format just lets you crash in a little more efficiently and cast your three drops on turn two. And another early card right here, Thoughtseize is back. Single black mana for a sorcery, target player reveals their hand, you choose a non-land card from it, that player discards the card, and you lose two life. Why did we pick Thoughtseize for our top five? One of the biggest draws to black is the, the hand disruption. It's typically one of the best ways to, to beat out the combo decks in the format, since tutors are so prevalent in the format because of the singleton nature you typically have to utilize tutors rather than draw spells to assemble combos so casting hand attack to either remove a tutor or remove a something that was tutored for is is incredibly powerful and thought sees is the the gold standard for for discard in in our format so that's our top five picks for best cards for double masters for the format of canadian highlander if you're interested in learning more about the format we have episodes of north hunter that air on most fridays not every friday but most fridays on the lrr mtg youtube channel and anywhere else you can get your podcasts thank you so much for listening and goodbye <laughs>